most holy and most wondrous Theotokos, in your love for us, your children, you make light for us our burden. Theotokos, pray for us. In your love for us, your children, you make light for us our burden. Theotokos, pray for us. Star inspiring, brightly shining, Theotokos, you are mighty in your pleading, watching over all the needy. Theotokos, pray for us. You are mighty in your pleading, watching over all the needy. Theotokos, pray for us. Spotless Lady, Queen of Heaven, Theotokos, joyfully we sing your praises for receiving all your graces. Theotokos, pray for us. Joyfully we sing your praises for receiving all your graces. Theotokos, pray for us. Slava Jesus Christus, Slava Navika. Glory be to Jesus Christ. Glory be forever. This is Father Basil Malovany again, um, doing another podcast. This the blustery winter day here in Canada, where I am, and today, this um, want to talk a little bit about our Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, Mary, and you know. Uh, especially in this time that we live in today, in this world of, you know, COVID and so much, um, violence going on and so much unrest going on. You know, here in Canada, we have those protests against COVID restrictions and other parts of the world. We have the, you know, potential wars, uh, between Ukraine and Russia and, and other, uh, places in the world. There are wars right now. And this contemplating, you know, what our Virgin Mary, the Mother of God, our Theotokos, the God-bearer, the, the one who brought Jesus into the world, how she must be so sad at the state of the world right now, you know? How she must be so sad that we, um, uh, we people of this world are, are not, um, following her son, Jesus Christ, in our daily actions, in our way of life, in our forgiveness and concern for one another. Instead, we are basically behaving like 
heathens, like pagans, who only care about ourselves, who only care about our own needs, who only care about, you know, what we want in this world. And if you look at the life of Mary, if you look at the the life of our the mother of Jesus, you know, she never had an easy life either. She had a very, very difficult life right from the beginning where, you know, she was told at the Annunciation that she was going to bear Jesus Christ. And, of course, having to marry Joseph and Joseph, you know, knowing that he was not the father and almost, you know, divorcing Mary quietly. Uh, and remember, Mary, when this all happened, was a teenager. She was maybe 13 or 14 when all this happened. Um, with the angel coming to um, tell her the good news of the Annunciation. And then, of course, the journey into um, Bethlehem when she was pregnant, having Jesus in the cave uh, in Bethlehem on Christmas Day, and then having to go away with Joseph and Mary to escape to Egypt because of the of King Herod's rage and killing, who King Herod killed all the innocents, all the babies, all the male babies two years and under in Bethlehem and, and surrounding area. And then after coming back and settling in Nazareth, you know, they, they lose Jesus at, at the, um, when Jesus was uh, 12 years old and uh, going to the temple and they lose him among the crowds and they come back and they find him, you know, um, talking to the scribes and the teachers at the temple. And then, of course, uh, Jesus's um, ministry when Jesus was an uh, adult. And then, of course, the passion and crucifixion of Jesus on the cross, which we will be celebrating very, very soon in a few months. Uh, pretty soon it's going to be the start of Lent. And, um, you know, we, we always, um, remind, it's a reminder of the passion of Jesus Christ. That's what basically Lent is all about. Uh, we, we read in the gospel stories, um, about Jesus's prediction of his death and suffering and resurrection on the third day, but we also read a lot of passion accounts, a lot of the accounts of Jesus's suffering and crucifixion and Mary had to um, suffer with Jesus throughout this time you know not suffering physically like Jesus did but that emotional and mental anguish that a mother has when she sees her child her son suffering so much uh, that, that it must have been almost unbearable for Mary so I'm just mentioning this now because I'm sure as Mary is our spiritual mother, Mary is the the person who Jesus uh, gave to the world to offer her maternal protection against all of for all of us. You can imagine 
how Mary now in heaven is very, very sad about the state of the world that we're in right now and how she would plead for us to start praying more, to start following the commandments more, to start um, being the Christians that we should be uh, in the world today, you know. And again, it's not just the um, the people outside the church who are causing a lot of chaos and destruction in this world. It's actually Christians themselves and Catholics themselves who are being divisive and being... Um, you know, uh, being very selfish in their ways of life. And you could see this, you know, boy, with this, um, COVID, uh, pandemic that we've been having, how selfish different groups of people have been during this time and not thinking about anyone except their selves their own little world. And again, I'm talking about both sides of the issue, not just talking about one side, you know, and it's just, it's, it's really hard. I'm sure for Mary, the mother of God to look down on this earth and for the, cause she cares about all of us, like her children and just, just, just to see what is happening right now. Is this, uh, must be an awful feeling for her that she is so sorrowful. You know, we call her the sorrowful mother because she wants all of us to, you know, um, lead holy and, and selfless lives. But so many of us are not. So many of us are not being selfless at all. So I just wanted to mention a little bit today um, about Mary, about her, um, her, her wanting all of us to be saved. You know, uh, every single saint that goes to heaven uh, from this earth. And remember, Mary was a real person. She lived on this earth. She suffered greatly, as I mentioned earlier through her emotional suffering of seeing Jesus go through all this, um, all these uh, sufferings. And Mary uh, and all the saints who are in heaven now pray for us constantly. They pray for our salvation. They pray for our, that our souls may be safe in the heavenly kingdom. So let's never forget that. That's why it's so important for us, especially Catholics who are listening, um, to offer prayers to Mary every day. This is why the Hail Mary came to be. And, there, and in our Eastern Catholic Christian tradition, we have so many beautiful hymns. I just did a Maleben to um, Mary, the Mother of God today. And it's a beautiful hymn. If you've never heard it before, I urge all my listeners out there to listen to 
the Malebin to Mary, the mother of God. And it's, it's just a wonderful, wonderful, um, hymn reminding us how Mary loves us so much, how Mary cares for us and that we give our prayers to her so she could take them to her son, Jesus Christ. You know, and, and again, we have to be, um, cautious. You know, many non-Catholics, uh, say, well, we, we worship Mary like we worship God, and that's not true at all. We honor Mary. We, um, you know, we give praises to Mary so that she may bring our prayers to God and Jesus Christ, to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you know. Uh, Mary was a human being like all of us. And yeah, she was born a human being, but she, um, she became holy like all of us want to become holy. This is the goal for every single person in the world to become holy, to become pure, you know, uh, to be sanctified in, in the, in, in God's name so that we may enter the heavenly kingdom. And of course, we as Catholics say that Mary never sinned, you know, that she was sinless her entire life. She was born without original sin. And, um, so, but she still had to battle temptation. She still had to battle all the evils in the world that we're going through right now. So this, this the reminder to give our prayers to Mary, give our prayers to Mary to take to Jesus. And I think it's important for us to, um, this, this to look at what Mary did in her life and how she had to, uh, patiently obey God's will. Even if she didn't under, always understand everything that was happening around her in the world, even if she didn't always understand why her son Jesus had to suffer on the cross, even if she didn't understand, you know, uh, the martyrs and those innocents, those babies that were killed when, when her and, and Joseph and Jesus uh, left to go to Egypt, she still patiently obeyed God's word every moment of her life. And we have to be the same way today. We don't always understand why we have things happening in the world. We don't understand why there's uh, COVID-19 in our world that have basically shut the world down for the last two and a half years. We don't understand why there's wars and, and, and talks of wars and violence and protests and people not agreeing with one another and, 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 you know, fighting one another. We don't understand all that. But what we can understand is that when we patiently obey the will of God, we will be saved. We will be into entering the heavenly kingdom at the time that we leave this earth if we follow God's will every moment of our lives and repent of our sins and and ask for forgiveness 
and lead holy lives all of our life. So God bless you today, and I'll talk to you again very soon.